Hello, hello, everybody. We are back. And by we, I mean I and Justine are back. That was grammatically incorrect. I am back. And in this episode that you'll be listening to today, um, Justine, the queen, came to help me kick off my return um, to this platform. Thank you, anyone who's listening. Thank you for your patience. To those who were patrons, I appreciate every ding-dang dollar sent and second that you spent on me. Um, I didn't inform my patrons that I was not focusing on my Patreon any at this point. I am focusing on my Coast to Coast Patreon with Justine. However, we'll see how things go. It still does exist. I just didn't want to um, overpromise because of everything going on right now. My wedding is three weeks away, which is crazy making, but at the same time, it means that in roughly four to five weeks, my life will be kind of normal again and I can actually get back to it. So please enjoy this fun, just, you know, and by fun, I mean, (laughs) I think it's fun to talk about these things, Uh, foray back into the format. And let me know what you think. Let me know what you want me to cover next and let me know if you wanna be on. I have some fun stuff coming up. I have Matilda coming on to talk about intervention next week. Uh, The most recent episode, Jesse, who is trans, Um, sorry, not trans, gender fluid. And I have one of my first fans, Casey. Hi, Casey out there. Casey is going to be joining me and we are going to talk about MTV's maid and it's going to be amazing. (laughs) So if you don't remember maid or if you didn't watch it, uh, I think you will have a lot of fun listening. Just check it out. It's an old MTV show, um, much along the lines of true life. Only this was an experimental pod where they went into high schools and and quote unquote made teenagers into whatever their dream was. My personal favorite was a screamo singer because she was like this like A plus Christian blonde student. But anyway, uh, Casey will be on for that and Matilda will be on. I'm sorry, I I reversed those. So Casey will be on next week with Maid and Matilda will be returning um, to cover intervention with me the week after. So guys, we have a bang up schedule so far. Uh, Those of you who want to hear something specific, let me know. Those of you who might want to be on the show, let me know. So stoked about it. And right now you're going to hear some audio from the beginning of Strange Sex, which is what we cover in this episode. The rest of it is just discussion-based clips. Clips are funny. They play well in some formats, they not so much in others. And sometimes when we say all the things ourselves, we really don't need to play the clip. It's more about the discussion that it evokes. So I thought it would be best to just play the beginning portion that gets you titillated. (laughs) pun intended, uh, for the topic. So without further ado, here is Strange Sex. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. For most people, sex is about pleasure. Sex is a good thing in life. It's a good thing about who you are as a man or a woman. But for some, sex can be more complicated. I was in a crack house. I wasn't there for the drugs. I was there for the sex. The pain that I was feeling was inside, kind of like sticking needles up inside of me. 
And for others, it's downright bizarre. He was like, you have sex in your sleep. You do it all the time. It's not uncommon. They'll have 20, 30, up to 50 orgasms a day. Am I a, a nymphomaniac? Meet four ordinary individuals with four extraordinary sexual disorders. If I remembered me having sex without no. Even, you know, at the age of three, I was masturbating. I must be a freak or something, because this is just insane. It was relentless. When it comes to sex, there can be more between the sheets than meets the eye. Is this how it's supposed to be, or is this just me? Hi, Justine. Hi. Thank you so much for joining me on And What Did We Learn, which I have not posted to in many a moon because I am getting married in four weeks. What? I know. I, I just know. I just got the rentals that we need, or I just booked them. So I'm feeling way relieved because <laughs> I was stressing <laughs> about that particular thing. Um, there's still plenty to stress about, though. Don't worry, guys. Um, so Justine is on to join me. Well, obviously she's joining me in talking about strange sex. So if you guys aren't familiar, you can watch this. It's a TLC show that started in 2009, started out, I think as like a documentary series and then, or a documentary short and then, or maybe not. I don't know. The first episode is way longer than most of them. Um, and it feels like a, like a, <laughs> kind of like a health class film, but like that's like super honest and about strange sex. Um, so it's a TLC show from the early aughts. I remember watching it on TLC in reruns, um, but the way I finally tracked it down now uh, was through our favorite place, <laughs> Discovery Plus, which is finally in Canada. Woo! Yeah, only last week or the week before I saw that. Um, and I'm excited an ad and I was I just got so excited and it seems, like it. You, it seems like you're getting the same content as us so far I hope we're going to test that because now there's so much we can cover on here right we'll test that but so you found the episode no problem and I know from already what you said about it that I the four cases I know you watched the right one so we are good I to go I was actually surprised at how much content there was on there because they mm -hmm. have every TLC show every discovery show every like, animal planet food network yes. Oprah network um uh, plus plus they have their own like originals yeah and like, any like true crime series and stuff like I didn't know it had all that I I right? knew that it was like TLC and I knew they had it's like I bomb. knew, I knew about the one original show with uh, Doctor Proctor from Thousand Pound Sisters. Oh right, I know yeah. he has his own show on there. Oh, that's um, right. We should watch that. Huh? Which yeah, I know. I love the clip of the guy, the one guy that's talking to him. He's like, Doctor Proctor's a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he is. is. And by he the is. way, Thousand Pound Sisters is ooh, coming ooh. back. Yes, and that's perfect because we do that on this channel, so it's it's helping me reboot. Perfect. Reboot. I I could not be better timing. Besides the no. like, besides that, you're going to be busy with your wedding. But you right know, after all that, we'll get to it. <laughs> I have some more psychic headspace at this point, though. I don't mean like literally psychic, but like mental space. Just because every time I get some stuff checked off my list, I have a little more mental space. So yeah, and it feels like I've said to you this week, it feels good to do this instead of worry about shit. And I figure like. I'm giving myself more time off just 
to fuck chill the fuck out because I feel mm-hmm. like I'm I I'm avoiding thing I'm avoiding my stress by working overworking like working too much and that doesn't make guess what that does it adds more stress so um so I like I'm we had today off because yesterday was Halloween and tomorrow I would normally ask if I could go in to make up hours but I was like no no two days off that sounds great um and I even Plus, I went in and did two hours of prep work today anyway, so it's fine. Um, so I'm proud of myself for that, so, which means I can edit again and I can post regularly, kind of. So ho- hoping to get patrons back. I let I let them all loose because I was like, you guys, <laughs> flee, little birdies. I don't want you to spend your money on me if I can't, if I can't fall through. So we'll just build it from the ground up. It's fine. Uh, except for Larry. Hey, Larry. <laughs> Still hanging on strong. Um, okay. So I'm excited to dive in. I'm excited that you were so into this. Um, stylistically, it's funny too, because it's it's from 2009. So it definitely has like an old school feeling to it, like an old school PSA. It's not a PSA, but the way that it's narrated, <laughs> it, it feels like, you know, and then the ovary, oh, you know, the, and then the egg meets the sperm as the, the egg has come out of the ovary and is it now in the da da da? You know, like it, uh, like the dramatizations, like yeah. the really awfully acted, like yeah, health, but, health class. But but, but it like wasn't health- boring though. No, like, no, it was. It went really fast. It was a very quick watch. I like, yeah. I'm, what I mean that to say is, I like the juxtaposition of that sort of dry, cheesy narration with this like really astounding content it's not boring at all it's not Mm -hmm. what you actually learn in health class it just has that tone (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that's what i enjoyed um yeah so we start we can just go chronologically but whatever it's not a big deal you just watched it so it's fresh in your mind and i just rewatched it so the first person the first uh case we're introduced to um oh well we get a bunch of blurbs and it says um the average person has sex 60 around 60 times a year which is a little over once per week um which that sounds pretty average for like a married couple or something like or date like it depends on your sex life entirely like do you date are you in a monogamous relationship that's 300 days without sex yeah (laughs) yes and and we'll get to it i know (laughs) that's that's a lot I'm that's, not saying that. I, well, it's an average. Really low. It doesn't mean. It, I it, thought it was low. Well, that's why I'm saying that sounds like a statistic for a married couple, like a married couple that's keeping it fresh, you know, not any anybody who's out there on the single scene. But perhaps it's not that they're doing it. Once I hope a week. if I was ma- married that I was doing it more than once a week. I'm just saying like baseline. And also this is 2009. I don't know where their data was from. I'm sure it's completely different now. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) But our first uh, case is about Talia, who self-identifies as a sex addict. And I was like, like, just to get it out there, Talia doesn't choose to say anything, whether it happened or not, about her childhood, about anything traumatic happening in her childhood. I don't mean necessarily sexual abuse, but anything traumatic. Um, But I will say, just statistically speaking, statistically speaking and also in the psychological world it's it's known that over sorry over sexualized children are almost always victims of something so and i know people i won't say any names but i know adult survivors who 
experienced something similar in their childhood and in their adulthood, a sex addiction that overlapped with drugs or alcohol. I've met them because of going through my own therapy. I was, I went the opposite route. I was afraid of sex, but um, it can easily go either way. So Talia basically at a very early age started to self-soothe by masturbating. Um, and she okay, mentioned who even remembers being three. That's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, it is not unheard of that a small child has an orgasm. I know it's weird, but it's just hormones, but they're not usually pursuing it. They just like, oh, something feels good. And then what was that? It's like a sneeze, right? I like my friend and I used to always talk about this. Like, yeah. We would masturbate as like little kids, not as little as three. No. But like as little kids and like you at the, t- like you don't understand what it is. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like you don't know what an orgasm is. Like you don't know that you're masturbating. You don't even know what that word is, but you, you do it because right. it like feels good. And she says that too. She figured out what to do without knowing what she was doing, which is relatable. I think, I mean, that was, I was not little, but for me, it was the same thing. (laughs) It happened by accident. We've talked about this before. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. like just a sensation and you're like, Oh, okay. Um, But the fact that either she remembers being three and doing it or her parents remember her doing it to the point that it was like obstructive indicates, yeah, something like three and you remember that like if you remember it or if an adult remember is it there was probably something really abnormal about it that's all you know yeah Um, but moving on from that let's just talk about her life like her journey we okay this part fucking killed me when she goes (laughs) i used to come home from school and i would just sit there and eat so much ice cream and just masturbate until someone came home i'm like good for you girl that's the life (laughs) made me so sad it made me so sad because she's not really in control of it right it's like something she has to do to feel better she also had a food addiction yeah it's binge eating disorder so um her so she loses her virginity when she's 16 to a 17 year old no Um, she was 17 and he was 16 vice versa um and which i thought was late for someone that was like that into being sexual when she said 17 i was like that's what i mean that's that's an average age but you but i was expecting her to say like 13 or 14 well it is interesting it's interesting perhaps she wasn't brave enough to try it because she's not doing this all with intention like sex yeah she's just like well this is what makes me feel good eating and getting off eating and getting off and then eventually there's there's an opportunity for her to try it with a boy maybe she's shy before this and and embarrassed and then she's like oh no 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 no. i'm not going back to masturbating this is it i I need to fuck like because she gets that bonus of like the attention from the male like Mm -hmm. you know you've talked about this that male attention she she says my whole life i was attention seeking all the time it was never enough and it doesn't matter who the man is it's never enough it's never enough so um so yeah i think that was probably circumstance i see where you're coming from i was surprised by that too but like she wasn't quote unquote promiscuous at the beginning of her addiction her addiction began with the with actual just masturbation and she said i would feel okay for a moment um you know after she did it and she had this insatiable coping mechanism which leads to you know, the binge eating disorder, like food is also immediately reinforcing, right? Like sex. Like, so it makes sense that they would go hand in hand, like, like throwing up your food even is an automatic reinforcer. You get 
a lot of release and, and dopamine to your brain right in that second. So it makes sense to me that she has both, but just to masturbate and eat and just masturbate and eat. And I don't know, that just makes me feel sad because <laughs> it's not like she's, I don't think she's enjoying it, you know, like, yeah, ugh. but I, I get your take because you're not of them. <laughs> you're not coming from her perspective. So you're just like, all right, sounds like a nice Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so and then um she talked so when she's in her 20s oh she has this quote where she said uh like she's like she lost her virginity like i said it was basically like she's like oh this is it and and she said to the boy i don't care who you date you don't have to be my boyfriend as long as you keep having sex with me she's like Mm -hmm. dork like i don't want your respect i don't need your respect i don't expect your respect like automatically to disvalue herself like that Mm -hmm. she's like oof for whatever reason um so yeah her brain is wired that sex and she talks about journaling and she would write about our conquests and that would make her feel good too because it was all about the power she had over men you know so it wasn't just the sensation it was all this like she she said she, those those were her conquests to feed her ego um her weight's fluctuating because she has the binge eating disorder so she says like the more my weight went up the lower quality of man i was able to get but i mean since when is that new <laughs> that men yeah. are assholes <laughs> like, big shock um and then this is really interesting to me because she becomes she gets into psychology and she's like oh this relates to what i'm going through so she actually starts to learn more about herself by helping couples who are having like sexual issues or sexual addiction or what se- sexual disorders but that actually enables her addiction because it's like she's getting off on it kind of and i think it, it fuels her own like oh i could try this next and like you know like th- i think those are similar to conquests to her where she can hear other people's stories like she's clearly not recovered at all so it'd be like me being a fully blown bulimic trying to counsel people with eating disorders it'd be fucked <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like I'd probably start trying what they told me they did. Like I would never do that. That'd be a huge ethical violation. I'm just saying hypothetically. And I don't counsel people with eating disorders, by the way. Um, and then she says like stuff about her, um, her like uh, dangerous behavior. Like what was she, what do you think she was talking about exactly? Was she in like a homeless area? She just says there's a guy selling drugs out a window. So I can't pretend I don't know where I am. So she's just like wandering into crack dens. Yeah, she just did a lot of like sketchy shit. It's crazy. Not, like, I don't know. She's there, like, There's I, nothing else really to say about this girl. She said she goes to the crack house, not for the crack, but for the sex. It's like, e- that's very weird. So anyway, um, I guess sex addiction is very rare in women. Um, 3% was the statistic in 2009. So I'm sure it's higher now because there's just more awareness and understanding and accepting that women are sexual beings, <laughs> whether it's healthy or not. Um, and the guys are saying, oh, the sex is tied to her self-worth, but then she feels shame. So she has to do it again. And then she feels shame. So it's a cycle. Like you said, there's pretty straightforward. Um, she learned, she met a guy, Roy Nelson. I think he was like a famous something former addict he became her mentor and i guess he has a uh program called heal your hunger 
I guess for me, this would have been a lot more interesting if we had any information on like her trauma. There has to be she or not even trauma, but like what did you learn about yourself? She tells us how she got how she like gets through her day now. Like she literally lists her daily activities. Like I have tea and then I have lunch and then I journal. But she doesn't really all they say is it helped to have someone who would went through it to help her. It's like great. Tell us what it was like. Like figuring out you know, the psychology of it. Why were you a sex addict then? And why aren't you a sex addict now? Like, I don't know. They really kept that out of it. Don't you think? I don't know. I guess she just didn't want to share that much of it. <sighs> and same with the next girl that, that she didn't even want her identity to be shown. This, so. this bitch pissed me off. Okay. Why are you on here? We're going to get spoiler alert. We're going to get through all of this. They find a miracle cure for what you say ails you so much. And then you're like, Meh, I got to take it. Like, fuck that, dude. If I had a miracle cure for all of the debilitating shit that goes on in my body, I would not go on TV and be like, eh, I don't need it. So I just, it just struck me as weird and ungrateful. <laughs> so you like three and four the best. I'm t I take it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just skip the basics. I don't have to, we don't have to get into it. Um, so this lady, face, name, unknown. Basically, they figured, I do have an interesting story. Oh, no, not about this. Never mind. It's about the last one. Um, yeah, I have no stories about this. Basically, there is a cons uh, condition called PGAD, Persistent Genital Arousal Syndrome. And it's essentially when blood flow is way too high to the groin or the clit, wherever, like, to where your sexual organs are. Um, and people with PGAD may need to self-stimulate 50 times a day um, just for half an hour here and there of relief the doctor equates it to like it's not fun even though an orgasm is fun it's like they're out of control of it's like having to pee all the time and it's like it just it gets in the way of your life it's embarrassing etc 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 they do some scans and they show scientifically yeah this is for sure what's happening like it has nothing to do with her mind or her sex drive it's just her blood flow and then there's this miraculous discovery where this anti-smoking drug stops the release of dopamine and so all of a sudden the pgad goes away and she just decides eh, i'm gonna live with the pgad and you're like why you just told us this ruined your whole life you won't even show your face like, do you secretly like like it or what like i don't know it was in your it was annoying to me all right moving on any any last thoughts uh nope <laughs> you <laughs> covered like, it all you're like i didn't like her either okay Case three, I did not write any notes on this. So even though it is very interesting to me, just because there's a lot to cover. So Julie and Mike. Okay, tell me what you what was what fascinated you about Julie and Mike. And you've so spoilers. much stuff. Spoilers oh. are fine. <laughs> okay, right. so they are a young couple. They were what, like 23 when they got They're married? They're so young and like perfect and innocent and like waited total, for each other. Total no. weirdos. <laughs> in so many different ways because first of all they, so much. they always used condoms until they got married mm -hmm. they always used condoms I you're think, telling me you never fucked this guy once without a condom until i think your she didn't fuck any night? no they fucked with before oh sorry yes. no but i don't think she fucked anyone before this guy i think they fucked a few times before they got married i think they're extremely conservative and this was in college She's never fucked a guy without a condom. So, yeah, that would definitely lend us to believe she's only had one partner. Because, come on, we've all fucked up. Or be, like, we've all fucked up. 
we just have even if you're not in a like on an alternative birth, birth control or you just choose not to use condoms because condoms suck i think they were very inexperienced they were just like well i guess you use condoms right like they didn't doesn't seem like she was aware that she could have birth control like or maybe it was a religious thing this poor guy oh it is a religious thing because she works at a they're hella christian no that's yeah that's another thing that we'll yeah, okay. have to get into but talk shit talk all the shit yeah so this 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 guy <laughs> just poor guy because every single guy i've ever talked to said like having sex like even for a girl it feels better without a condom but like 100 oh, every single guy says that sex feels so much better without a con they said like you can't even feel it with a condom on and like i believe that i can believe that because like if you know it's like if, have you ever worn gloves <laughs> <laughs> yes you are not feeling what you would feel without the gloves you're just not yeah exactly yeah case closed <laughs> okay so these people decide to get married right away and they decide to have sex and that's the other thing like did they not know about the pull-out method like I understand they wanted to have kids and like that's a huge thing but like I don't can, know you yeah you're right fuck without a guy blowing and, his load in well you. and these days maybe not 10 years ago or 11 years ago but these days people people still did thing. it people still did it but it wasn't 100 percent effective nowadays it can be because you can get all the information well you i guess you could have back then too you're right no you're absolutely right you could take your it's a lot of work but you do you have to know your exact cycle but you're 100 right justine you'd think they would have at least tried it if they're ki normal kids i mean didn't we all do that i know yeah, yeah, yeah we all did that <laughs> come on don't like raise your hand if you're not a liar and you didn't do that okay please so <laughs> their first time fucking without a condom, he blows his full load in her, which is <laughs> disgusting that they had to like tell us that. Yeah, but so she starts having these how, like <laughs> how else are they gonna let us know what's going on? Though I know it's just gross. Loads of gross. She starts having these like insane pains, burning, itching she, pain. Like she an genuinely didn't know. She didn't know what it was. Fucked. Well, I, okay, as someone who's experienced, and this is not at all what's gonna, what's happening with this woman, but as someone who experienced pain with sex a lot, I knew mm -hmm. it was a problem, but I definitely didn't know where it was coming from. I did have to go to the doctor, but I didn't have like fire, literal fire in my belly. Like I, I didn't feel like I was okay. allergic to it. Like, cause an allergic reaction. That is reaction, definitely a thing. It's like, like hives and stuff. This is a hundred percent a thing that like, yeah, your chemistry can literally just not align with somebody's. Yeah. I have a friend who has been fucking this guy. They both have sex with other people, but like sure. they, they, she's been Different. fucking this guy for like seven years. Uh -huh. And every time, it's every time she has sex with him, she gets an infection like Ugh. every single time. And I, I had hear that. that. I had that with my ex-boyfriend and I thought it was cause like, Oh. He wasn't circumcised, but oh yeah, we just talked about this. It's literally just like it, it it's a thing. It's yeah, a we thing. just talked and about this. How funny. People, your 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 chemistry down there can work and you can have sex pH, all the time and nothing pH, ever goes nothing yeah. ever goes on. So like that's like with me and Kyler, I never get UTIs anymore. I never get yeast infections. And we don't we haven't used condoms and <laughs> I don't know, like since we started dating. Um like I I'm on normal. 
because we're normal. I have an IUD. I used to do the pill, but ugh, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, just doesn't isn't good for my body. Just I have bad reaction to it. But um, it's okay because there's other other methods. There's like a billion methods. <sighs> like you said, yeah, agreed. And I was trying to think. I'm like, I've definitely experienced painful sex, but that has not not ever been because of the partner or like because of their fluids or their whatever. Although I will say I was more prone to UTIs with a certain, God, sorry, certain X as well as yeast infections, like constant. It felt like every time we had sex, I would get a yeast infection. Um, but I, I can't remember the last time I have had one now. God, I'm burping. I'm sorry. It's because I'm drinking my rosé. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. This girl, like, literally, the way she described it was that, like, <laughs> like I go to the hospital. was like, yeah. <laughs> On fire. So, so she goes to the doctor and the doctor thought it was a yeast infection. So she yeah. just kept getting they always do medication for yeast infection. Which is dumb because you can test for a yeast infection. So why didn't he test for it and afterwards and be like, well, it's negative. Maybe it's something else. Because not all doctors are good, I guess. But yeah. No, because doctors are fucking lazy pieces of shit half the time. Yeah. Not all of them. But no, but some of them. Kyler and I were just talking about this. We we tend to forget or decide that in certain professions, if you're that profession, you can't possibly be bad. Like if you're a doctor, you must know everything. Right. And they really capitalize on that. Well, I'm a doctor. So you, you have to listen to me. Whereas half of them suck. They're shitty doctors. They're shitty nurses. They're shitty toll booth takers. They're shitty. Everything. They're shitty teachers. That's for fucking sure. So mm -hmm. anyway, move on. I mean, go on, move on. Yeah. Anyway, I, had on. A, I had a doctor who I had like throughout my childhood until I was like, my mid 20s and then uh -huh. i was like i'm not going to him anymore because he was just the worst he would rush you in and out so quick because like it's canada it's free health care so the more people they mm. get in there the more money they make you know so he just rushes you in and out oh i see so i was like no i want a doctor that will actually like listen to me it's important like it's about quality of care not churning them out yeah exactly um Anyway, so this doctor did like every single STD test on both of them and they were all negative. So yeah, I, I wrote her poor husband because they have to keep using condoms. I know. But I wonder if they pulled out if it would have been oh, like fine because she wasn't having like a load going in her. It probably you know? would have been fine. She might have had some irritation from the, you know, the pre-seminal fluid that comes out. But um the main the main issue is they could have gone on using condoms forever if that made them happy but the main issue is they want to have kids mm -hmm. so there's like so eventually a friend is like maybe you're allergic to him and she's like oh shoot and then she goes to the doctor and then like a specialist or she googles it and a specialist is like yeah no that exists is she allergic to all semen or specifically his so we don't know unless she fucks another dude <laughs> right there's no way to know. <laughs> I would imagine like, every... All right, well, I gotta fuck. I gotta fuck the this guy down. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, uh, sorry, babe. So sorry. For health I mean, purposes. And he has to be extremely hot. They said. I don't know. I just say hot Brazilian <laughs> guy. They told me to find a hot Brazilian guy. No. Um. Anyway, uh, I would assume yes, but maybe to a lesser degree. I don't know. That's such an extreme reaction. Um. So it's like she's basically having an anaphylactic reaction it's not just her not just the the, the area that it touches it's like or it's not just like the the labes or whatever it's like 
all up inside of her as a really allergic reaction. Like if you got stung by a bee and you were allergic, it's like his dick is the bee. <laughs> mm -hmm. She doesn't yeah. stop breathing because it's on. It's it's not in her. It has nothing to do with her airway, but it sounds horrible. Um, so once they find this out, they're like, "Yay, we know why!" But uh oh, my my body is literally killing your sperm because they start trying to have sex. She just endures the pain for a year, but of course they don't get pregnant because your body's killing his sperm because that's what your body does to an allergen when it believes that it's an allergen, right? Mm -hmm. So that's when the doctor's like, basically, this is so topical, just like, is like, well, I think maybe I can make a vaccine, like, like a vaccine kind of thing for you that will teach your body. Wait, no, it wouldn't be a vaccine. It would be the opposite. It would be like, get your body used to it. So it'd be like a exposure thing so that you would expose your body to his sperm enough in a in a serum that it wouldn't react badly to it anymore what is that called it's, it's the opposite of a vaccine so vaccine is would teach your body to kill it um it's just all i know of it as in behavioral terms it's systematic desensitization but i don't know if that's the same term you would use but the idea is her pussy will stop being on fire and potentially not kill all his soldiers and i wrote can't they just get a surrogate yes but they're all like we want our own babies and you know or would it still not work though because the embryo like would the embryo even work i think the embryo would be fine it's her body it's not the egg that's attacking it's oh. her body it's her immune system because i i don't know like i'm like she said I signed a clause because I work at this Christian school. This part <clears throat> fucked me up. Hashtag fundamentalist, clearly, because what the fuck? It's 2009. Saying I wouldn't do anything on like unnatural or something like that. And that means that even in vitro with her husband's own sperm would be considered unnatural. So she pretty much signed away her rights as rights a woman to, to work a for this fucking Catholic school. Which is like, there's a lot of Catholic schools, bitch, that wouldn't make you do this. Like... Yeah, is that even legal? Uh, no, it wouldn't be. Well, God, I don't know. You Does know it what? Depend what state. <laughs> I think probably, and I think you'd have to take them to court. I don't think it would be like this is outlawed. You can't fire me. I think it would be like you take them to court, and it would be determined unlawful. I don't. Yes, I I do believe that would but be. But also, illegal. that's like I don't know. That's some like religious shit obviously no one thinks that like that this is what's gonna happen to them and they're if they want to have kids they're gonna have like have to do this like everyone just no, thinks it's, it's not the ideal yeah and like obviously that sucks but like why the fuck would you sign that <laughs> you know uh, these people they're, well they're not really critical thinkers you know they're like it hurts oh no this is like <laughs> they're not brilliant. this is honestly reminds me of like mac mckee on teen mom og and like growing up super super religious and like you're taught that like religion cures all and like yep. you're not taught real life sex stuff that they probably could have saved themselves a lot of headache if they were to just been more aware yeah it is just ignorance and ignorance is lack of knowledge. That's all I'm saying. That's the only reason I'm only way I mean it. And religions are famous for uh, choosing to allow their 
parishioners to stay in ignorance and believe that everything is a consequence of God because that's how certain religious groups control their members. It's fucked. It's awful. If those churches, churches like that are cults. Like, I mean, most churches are cults, but like that, that's just disgusting. And I bet it's not Catholic. I, I have to go back and was it Catholic? And it was like yeah. fundamentalist. Okay. Well, and she said Catholics, it was a Catholic school. The Catholics were very, are very against birth control. So I suppose that makes sense, which is ironic because they use that. Yeah. Like <laughs> Mac McKee on teen mom, like the reason why she got pregnant was because her mom refused to get her birth control because she thought that if like, she thought the birth control pill was like, like the abortion pill. Like she didn't understand oh. how it worked. Yeah. And like Dr. Drew was like, she thought it killed. No, the baby. it stops Prevents. them from ovulating. So she's not going to get pregnant in the first place. It and basically puts you in menopause. That's what it does. Her mom genuinely didn't know that. And it's like, because the they're, they're fa- yeah, their family's all like, God will heal you from everything. Like you don't need help or, do- or anything and like that. Because medicine God is witchcraft, right? Uh, medicine is as witchcraft. <laughs> Yeah, it's like crazy. I don't it's know. I feel so like sad. this couple is just like doomed. I wonder. And Maybe also, it's good if they don't have a kid. Yeah, we see them going through all of the tests and all of these crazy shots and everything. And I wrote, I can't imagine going through all of this just to have a kid. Like, I can't. Well, I don't know. I just can't imagine. I was watching it that bad. And being I was like, watching it thinking, yeah, Justine is going to be like, you know, just use the fucking condoms then you know like like you already don't want a kid and you're like <laughs> this, what what this woman is subjecting herself to just to have a kid it's and that's light compared to some people not the pain but the you know how much doctorage well maybe not i don't know infertility is a mystery but i agree with you if you have the money just have a you get a surrogate or adopt guess what it's okay to adopt <laughs> everybody i know but also know. not that's, easy. That's a whole thing. Most people only want to have kids because they want to see a little creation of themselves. They don't actually want to raise a child. That's true. By the way, I joined this um, Facebook page mm-hmm. that I found from Reddit <laughs> and it's called anonymous. I regret having my children <gasps> and people will anonymously, anonymously oh, post the most fucked up stories about how the like the lay in bed with their husbands at night and being like having a kid was the stupidest thing we ever did like it's dark as fuck yeah okay see i regret having children it's not pppd it's it is regret i would take a chance for a do-over in a heartbeat now i've acknowledged that i have that how I now that I've acknowledged that how can I maximize my happiness and still be the best possible parents to my children oh a four-year-old and two-year-old twins yeah I can imagine being really miserable right now but then there's people on the contrary who like she doesn't want her like me and hate children and and then they end up having a kid and then they end up like loving being a mom and they become like the best mom ever like it goes both ways. Yeah, it does. This, this listen to how dark this is. I would do absolutely anything to go back eight years and find a different husband and not have my children. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't get me wrong. I love my husband dearly. He's the most wonderful person. Really? It was just that him wanting children changed my mind about not wanting them. Oh, okay. So she already knew she didn't want them. So, but still, she chose to have them. So now mm -hmm. I wish I met someone else. I feel like I've ruined my life. There, This is depression, girl. <laughs> like, even if you don't want your kids, you are depressed. There are some great moments, but I feel like they don't wipe out all the tough moments. If you know what I mean. All right. Anyway. That's why you can't do something because you love somebody. Something that's going to change no. your life forever. Because love can't. doesn't always last necessarily. Yeah. I thought I was ready to change my life and become a parent, but I wasn't. Well, and that's the thing, too, is, like, if you don't know what it means to be a parent, like, if you see a show and you're like, oh, Gilmore Girls, that seemed fun. <laughs> and then you have mm -hmm. kids and you're like, it's all the time. It's you're in for a rude awakening. If you if you don't if you don't spend time with kids, you know, or if you like handing them off after 30 minutes, then, yeah, it's going to suck. And you know that about yourself. So good for you. Anyway. It's a long entry. Holy shit. It's a it's a dark Facebook page and it's shit. and it's public. So uh, oh, anyone can yeah. just go read it. You don't need to join a group or anything. Um, so the last person is Keisha. And I Keisha. my heart, I my whole dated heart goes someone who has I who I swear to God must have this condition. Really? And I'll tell you who it is off air. OK, but um, tell all my friends, I I literally have experienced this oh and my god i never knew it was an actual thing and i thought i was crazy and this person was crazy and i would oh have never god. told anyone and That's now terrifying. i watched this and i googled it after and i was like holy fuck oh my god and this is someone i know about yes <laughs> i'll tell you up there i think i know who it is but go on oh that, that's all i wanted to say Oh, okay. Do you have any questions? <laughs> well, yeah. I want to know about... Um, well, I don't know, because that'll give away the identity if I ask you too many questions. So you'll just tell me after. Okay, so Keisha is somebody who, it turns out, has a disorder called sexomnia, which is not what I thought it was, which is just like having sex in your dreams. It's like acting out sex while fully asleep but appearing awake so it's a condition in which it's a it's a there's a lot of different parasomnias there's para like somnia where you sleepwalk and your body doesn't like paralyze the way it's supposed to so you actually act out your dreams that's one type this type is you act out sex and you someone could be convinced that you're awake you could doze off and then quote unquote wake up but not really be awake and start making out with them Mm -hmm. No matter who they are, because you're dead asleep. Interesting anecdote for you. The day after I watched this episode, this just happened to come up with me and my boss talking because we were talking about family court and different ways that, sh you know, just different shitty, creepy, awful dads mm -hmm. um, in the world. And she said someone that she someone she was researching different ways to get custody away from a parent and there was a court case she went just like rabbit hole she's an expert witness and she's in the courts all the time and she found a story where a woman was able to get her children out of the dad's house because he had this diagnosis and so he got, got had it he got it and was like no really it's diagnosis and she's like yeah i would believe you but like now 
thank you because now I can keep my children out of your house forever because you have this this proclivity to fuck people in your sleep. So anyway, I just thought that was crazy that the, ah. we came across it on the same day. Yeah, um, but anyway, so Keisha is not a predator. Keisha seems very lovely. Um, her ex, her ex husband, boyfriend or husband, I'm not sure, comes over. They hang out. They talk. Next morning, she wakes up. She just doesn't feel right. Something feels wrong. Her boyfriend is like, I think you slept with your ex. And she's like, that's ah, crazy. I would remember that. I like how she's like, no, I would never do that. She's like, no, I would remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, but she calls the ex and lo and behold, the ex is like, yeah, we had sex. Was well, it we use a condom? No, you don't remember. No, I don't remember. That's why I'm calling you, right? And uh, so she realizes to her horror that they did have sex and it wasn't like blackout drunk sex. It, she was, there was no alcohol or drugs involved. He did not drug her. This is an actual condition that one can have. And it's, it's supported that she has it by uh, the fact that her boyfriend is like, yeah, you do that all the time. And she's like, why wouldn't you have told me that? So maybe he thought she was getting up in her sleep to have sex. Like, I don't know. It's weird that he like recognized it as sleep sex, but never said anything. Mm -hmm. um, but perhaps that's how he knew she might've slept with her ex. I don't know. Um, See this person that had it with me at first, mm -hmm. I thought that it was just like middle of the night, wake up to have sex yeah, type thing. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started being like, oh my God, that was so like hot last night or like bringing up what happened mm -hmm. or like, oh my God, you woke me up. I Whoa. was sleeping, whatever. And then he was like, what are you talking about? Ooh. And at first I thought he was like fucking with me. And then I realized he actually wasn't fucking with me. So I started going, are you asleep right now? Are you asleep right now? <gasps> and if he was asleep, he would roll over and fall back asleep so oh. i knew he was actually asleep and if he was awake he would look at me and say yes i'm awake oh well that's good that you had a system that's crazy yeah. no it's definitely but not it's who I thought fun it was. that it's a real thing it is scary it's scary um right so keisha's just horrified and she feels like she doesn't know what else she's forgotten and she realizes that some people have said to her in the past that they've hooked up and she's been like what are you talking about now she realizes oh that was true um, so she's like, this has happened before. I just want to make sure it never happens again. So she goes to the doctor and they do like a brain study, a sleep study, and they study the cycles of her sleep. And I guess they find like a tenuous possible link between the fact that her RE, her REM, her REM cycle is shorter than normal. So it may be possible that when she gets awoken from REM sleep, but not really awoken. That's what happens. I don't know. It's, it, it was a little loose with the science. They didn't really give us a lot. Um, I don't think they found a lot really. They just, it's just evidence-based. And this again is 2009. I don't know what they have learned about it since then. Um, but I just felt bad but for her. She's like ashamed, even though like it really is not her fault. Um, but I would feel so awful. Um, so anyway, she now takes precautions, like she doesn't sleep over at other people's houses. She makes sure she goes to bed alone. And I think she still has a partner. So maybe he and her have like an agreement like you do, or you did, you mm -hmm. do. Um, but uh, 
yeah, that's basically it. She's just like, I want to live a happy life. I don't want anything like this to happen before. But the crazy thing about it is you might get like, you might get into all these like crazy instances on the way to pursue, like pursue sex. Like people, she crashed her car in the middle of the night once. She walked into a wall once, like she woke up or she, and she may not have even realized she was asleep. She just couldn't remember it happening because she was asleep right so it's yeah like, it's the same thing as someone who would like talk in their sleep yeah or sleepwalk it's just mm-hmm. it's towards it's specifically towards means of having sex with mm-hmm. another which is so bizarre but i guess when they say people think about sex all the time it's true <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah um that's the end of that one do you have any final thoughts justine um my final thoughts are i'm probably going to continue to watch the show yeah i hate the how much episode. of it is there is there a lot i think there's two se- two or three oh no, i think there's three seasons of this and then strange love has one season but it's also interesting okay um yeah watch it tell me what what you think we can pick another episode to cover i there's a balloon fetish one there's a really creepy one about this woman who like had an orgasm giving birth and wants to do it again which i think is so oh my god like alex from real housewives of new york (gasps) really i didn't know that that you never heard this alex said she had an orgasm during one of her kids births or no no no. what happened was simon was naked like holding her because they were having like a water birth and a thing yeah and he like jizzed as francois was being born Ew, he like jizzed all over her or something that's so much worse oh i hate that so much right like he's getting off on it so fucked i oh god i hate that, <laughs> I hate that so <laughs> you're never gonna be able to look at them the same now i already think they're so weird Ew. Ugh. I mean, I like them sometimes, but that's disgusting. I don't really like Simon, but I like Alex sometimes. My favorite thing ever is Luann being like so mean to Alex. <laughs> Go back to the cabinet you came from. <laughs> <laughs> or when they walk into dinner late and Luann's like, this is not the Plaza Hotel. This oh, is sweetie. Morocco. <laughs> yeah. She's such a bitch. I love uh, it. Class with the campus. <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Well, thank you for covering this with me. It was very fun. Um, excited to have you back on the show. And everybody, I'm gonna do my best to do at least every other week on this feed. Um, work, work way, working my way up to every week. Uh, for all of the, all of you, just so you know, I get married at the end of this month. So if you don't hear from me, that's why. Uh, and then I have my honeymoon. So if I haven't died from stress, then I'll be on my honeymoon at the beginning of December (laughs) and then I'll be back. Uh, so thank you so much. Please keep listening. And if you have a chance, go on over to Apple, Apple podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review. Thank you. Bye. Spinderella cut (laughs) it up one time. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that.
big boy the topic, cause that ain't gonna stop it. Now we talk about sex on the radio and video show. Many will know anything goes. Let's tell it like it is and how it could be. How it was and of course how it should be. Those who think it's dirty have a choice. Pick up the needle, press pause, or turn the radio off. Will that stop us, Pat? I doubt it. Alright then, come on, spin. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. Make any man's eyes pop She uses she got to get whatever she don't got Fellas droop like fools But then again they're only human The chick was a hit because her body was booming Gold, pearls, rubies, crazy diamonds Nothing she wore was ever common Her dates, heads of state, men of taste Lawyers, doctors, no one was too great for her To get with or even mess with The press she says was next on her list And uh, believe me you, it's as good as true There ain't a man alive that she couldn't get next to She had it all in the bag she should have been glad But she was mad and sad and feeling bad Thinking about the things that she never had No love, just sex Followed next with the check and the note That last night was dope, 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 dope Take it easy now. Let's talk about sex, baby Let's talk about you You know me. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex a little bit, a 